Good morning, Oregonians. It's Tuesday, May 18th. I'm Samantha Swindler with a news briefing from the Oregonian and Oregon Live. Today is election day. This year's May 18th election gives voters a say on candidates for city councils, school boards, fire districts, and the like, along with local ballot measures. But it's too late to mail your ballot to have it counted in time. Instead, take your ballot to a drop box by 8 p.m. this evening. You can find the closest one to you by visiting the Oregon Secretary of State's website and viewing their Oregon Dropbox locator. If you didn't get a ballot, that's okay. You can still contact your county elections office. The Oregon Senate on Monday approved a bill that would reinstate the state's moratorium on residential foreclosures until at least June 30th. The bill passed the Senate on a 19-9 to vote, mostly along party lines. The bill would protect homeowners who experienced a loss of income due to the coronavirus pandemic. Homeowners with federally backed mortgages are already protected by a federal moratorium on foreclosures, which runs until the end of June. But 30% of single-family mortgages are not backed or owned by a federal agency and are not covered by the federal moratorium. Oregon's legislation would give protection to those homeowners. The moratorium could be automatically extended in 90-day intervals to the end of September or even the end of the year if Governor Kate Brown extends the statewide emergency period. Because of amendments made to the bill, it will need to be passed again by the House before going on to the governor's desk for approval. The U.S. Supreme Court ruled Monday that people convicted in the past by non-unanimous juries shouldn't have their cases automatically overturned, but it's unclear what effect that decision will have in Oregon. The high court first struck down non-unanimous jury convictions last April in a Louisiana case that also ended Oregon's decades-long practice of allowing split verdicts to convict felony defendants with the exception of murder cases. The Supreme Court ruling also applied to future cases and non-unanimous verdicts under appeal at that time, but the question became what would happen to split verdict cases that had concluded before the 2020 ruling. The court's latest opinion said the ruling doesn't apply retroactively on the federal level, but that states still have the freedom to retroactively apply the ruling if they choose. That places the decision with Attorney General Ellen Rosenblum, who has so far declined to support blanket retroactivity, citing the practical consequences of allowing hundreds, potentially thousands, of past cases to be retried. In Oregon alone, about 2,500 people have died of COVID-19, and the traditional rights and the grieving process for many more who have died in the past year has been interrupted because of the pandemic. Now, through a series of open mic vigils for people who have died for any reason during the coronavirus pandemic, organizers hope to create a chain reaction of acknowledgement for those lives and give people a chance to process their losses. The vigils are supported by Friends of Noise, a youth arts nonprofit. During seven events over the next week, Organizers will bring a mic and a sound system to parks all over town, inviting people to form a line and say the names of the people they've lost in the last year. The series will culminate in an event at Pioneer Courthouse Square that will feature local clergy talking about loss and resilience. The series of events begins at 7 p.m. May 21st at Columbia Park. You can find a full list of locations at OregonLive.com. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support.